You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. And dear listeners, whether you're just tuning in or whether you've been listening for years, know that on our show, we're all about ordinary people gathered in backyards and living rooms sharing stories from their lives. Ordinary people have extraordinary stories. This is why we do what we do, putting storytellers' voices center stage and bringing extraordinary stories into your lives. On our podcast and now in your living room, we announced in our previous episode that we've designed a tabletop game where friends share stories with friends and become better storytellers. It's live on Kickstarter right now, and if we can get 500 pre-orders, we can afford to manufacture it. If you love stories as much as we do, you can buy the game and know that you're helping keep this podcast podcasting. For that, we cannot thank you enough. Check us out on your mobile phone or your computer, truestorygame.com. And now, story time. This one came to us from a storytelling party in the Bay Area where the theme was the next religious fad. I was so late. I had been moving out for several days of my house in Oregon, and this was a house I hadn't lived in for the months leading up to it. It was a house I had abandoned because it wasn't working out. But I couldn't quite just say, hey, Remit, it's not working out. I'm going to move out early. I just left my stuff there and just wasn't around. And um, it was a real challenge leaving, you know, packing up my stuff because internally, like, there was the feeling of, like, I wanted to say it didn't work out. Sorry, I'm going to go. But I didn't want to face that. That was, that was too real. So we had so much to do to, like, move out, to get rid of the lease. And I had uh, a new job starting in Lake Tahoe and I was due there that evening. And it was getting later and later, and eventually I just, I needed to go, and I I didn't want to face being scorned for not being with the team to help the house being finished. So I I said I was just going to my my music space to get my drum, but what I didn't say was that I was going to get the drum (laughs) and then leave town. (laughs) So so I got a call like an hour later as I'm driving south, and... um, my friend's like, are you on the road? I'm like, yeah, I had to go. You know, I was really late. But there was this sense of just, I was holding so much space for them and not wanting to cause like a chaos of breakdown by telling them what was inside something like a, like a no. Not only that, I was getting very, very twisted up about this job that I was now so late to. It was like far in the evening. I had, you know, maybe... A four hours drive, I was at this point going to be hours late for this new gig to meet people who were really trusting me to do something that I had loved to do. And I stopped in Mount Shasta for what I thought would be a brief moment. (laughs) So I was walking by the natural foods grocery store to... uh, to just get some supplies and to get back on the road and I was so focused and just as I'm entering there's this man, and he's looking straight at me with these, these blue eyes that look like the ocean. And I, and I, I just, I'm hit with his gaze, and it's like... Poof. 
and I, I become entangled with this, with this stranger who I am just met with. And he, the first things he says to me is, what are you running away from? And I said, oh, well, I, I'm just very late. You know, I have to go to this thing. And a short, almost silent conversation then went to this small grassy area. And it was going later and later. And, and as I continued to be caught in, the, in this man's field and this incredible question of what was I running from or what was I running towards and why did what those people behind me, like why did what they thought of me matter and why was I rushing so much because of what those people who I was going to might think of me if I was being late? It, it, it started to, to become more abstract and, and break down. And what was underneath it was this incredible fear, just the most potent five-year-old dwelling inside me who had kept his voice silent for so long rather than to speak out something that might cause harm or, or an eruption that might mean that a lot of things have to change. The reason I was rushing so much to go to these people who I hadn't even met yet was the same reason I was running from my roommates. And it was that I would much rather just do everything I can to squeeze into the concept of what I expected them to want from me and then internally was just this tightness of, of maybe wanting something different. And suddenly hours had passed, and hours and hours, and suddenly I'm, I'm with this man on the lawn, and it's 4 a.m. It's eight hours, it's, it's like everything's broken down. And I, suddenly, suddenly to be late was, was no longer an issue. The issue was how do I achieve resolution with what is at work right in this moment so that I can move forward and to, to step on what could be solid ground. Finally, things wrapped up, and I started making my way from Mount Shasta to Lake Tahoe. So good, goodbye, thank you. That's really an interesting experience. Um, <laughs> and and I started heading south, and there I was winding through Mount Lassen National Park at 5 a.m., going up these windy roads, crossing the mountains to land in Tahoe, and the smallest flourishes of the sunrise were starting to show up just as I was kind of cresting the mountains and I saw to my left this lake and right away I thought I'm so late and there's this part of me that doesn't even know what that means and and what I want is to actually be here and in this in this moment and I parked the car and I thought I'm going to, to take off all my clothes and I'm going to walk over the icy, frozen ground and dive into the icy, frozen pond at the top of the mountain to demonstrate some willingness to align with the inner desire, regardless of circumstantial risk. And so I did. I took off all my clothes, and it was crunch, crunch. It was so, so cold. <laughs> and then... I dipped my foot in the water and I went deeper and the water was warm because Mount Lassen is a volcano. <laughs> and all of a sudden the sun was rising and I'm floating in this beautiful, luxurious, warm water. 
totally naked, alone, way far out. And, and I had just something awakened in me of what could happen when I, when I followed just the truth of taking that internal silent place and just saying, this is where I stand. And this is what I will do, regardless of whatever chaos might come. And so after that short swim, I continued my drive and I arrived in Lake Tahoe the next morning. And uh, my bosses, Kelly and Hefe, received me. And it was like totally cool. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, Kelly just did your shift. Um, welcome to Tahoe. Uh, we're so glad to see you. And I, <laughs> so I realized like all this stuff that I, that we all build up around what the expectation is that keeps this inner self locked in. It, it just, it all dissolved in that moment. And finally I had a platform to stand on and a way of extending the, the truth of, of, of my desire into the world. True Story is produced by Daniel Steinbach, Zandra Clark, Kevin Townsend, and me, Will Rogers. Our theme music is by Daniel Steinbach. If you want to support this podcast, consider ordering the True Story game for yourself or for a friend at truestorygame.com. We've been playing the True Story game recently. Here's a tiny taste of what I've recorded. Everything is happening all at once. Um, And the baby's on my chest and all of a sudden I'm worried, you know, because I have to start breastfeeding, but I don't know how to breastfeed actually. I've just like taken the class and seen the pictures, but I don't know how to breastfeed. And the baby doesn't know how to breastfeed because, you know, they don't just... I'm going to stop it right there. I'm not going to share more because I want you to get the True Story game for yourself to get stories from your own friends at truestorygame.com. Thanks for listening. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up, a life that's led is something gold, I've been alone.